Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Great to be with you. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. We've got a lot to get to today. By the way, we're also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us on any of those social media platforms and participate in the show. All you have to do is fill out the comments section, search Picks and Parlays or Parlays Radio. Parlay Radio, allow me to say that, correct myself. And our intrepid production team will see your comment and put it up on the screen, and I will mention it on air, even if it's rude, even if it's very rude, provided it's not obscene, of course. All right, well, welcome to the show this Tuesday, January the 21st, 2020. Happy Squirrel Appreciation Day, everybody. I know I'll appreciate the little buggers. It's uh, even when they give you rabies. Okay, uh, today, big show. Triple B, Bookie Bastard Brown is here. Tony Brown. We're going to do some NBA. And NHL, Clippers, Mavs, Islanders, Rangers, and the Vegas Golden Knights with new coach and the Boston Bruins. The Duff Man will come the next segment and we'll talk some Super Bowl previews, betting trends and tips. If you're thinking about wagering on the big game, you're definitely going to want to check this segment out. And then finally, Tony LT Gray Tellez will join me. We'll talk NBA, pardon me, college basketball. We'll go back a little bit. We'll go to the minor leagues of the NBA. You know, back in the college days. Butler, Villanova, uh, Kansas State, Kansas, Georgia, University of Kentucky, and Miami, Duke. Those are the games we're going to talk about today on the show. Hope you will participate. Hope you will continue to join us. And most importantly, remember, we're going to give away a lot of free picks on this show. That's right. Scott free. Not a dollar will it cost you out of your pocket, but if you should want our expert picks, and there's every reason that you should, head over to our website, picksandparlays.net. We have 35 expert handicappers. You're going to meet three of them today on the show if you haven't met them already. And you can get any of their expert picks today for 15% off. Use promo code TIE, T-I-E, at picksandparlays.net. That's promo code TIE, T-I-E, at picksandparlays.net. All right, I'm going to gather my thoughts because I have about one a day. Get my notes straight, because I have a whole desk full of them. And then we're going to kick it all off right here. Pick some parlays. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Sports View. Next topic. Is it really all about power? Makes me think of Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Gives you the power to find options based on your budget. Let's go to Chuck for an irrelevant analogy. 
Man, back in the day, people didn't ask how many oranges are in the crate. They just took the oranges. They didn't say, are there six, seven, 12, 15, whatever. It was just oranges. You get me? We get you, Chuck. In a word, oranges. Give it to us straight with the Progressive Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. What's in store this week at your local Staples? It's time to start fresh with nice new pens and notebooks. There's no better time than now to get organized with help from Staples. Because right now, a 12-pack of Big Round Stick Ballpoint pens is $149. A 4-pack of Expo Dry Erase Markers is $399. And Staples comp books are only a dollar each. So make time to save on all your office essentials at Staples. Where there's a whole lot more in store. In store only ends one eighteen twenty. Valid on assorted SKUs while supplies last. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eber. As I mentioned, you can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I like to keep it easy for you, not too confusing, you know what I mean? All right, let's get to some NBA action. Let's bring in our expert handicapper, and all around, all around good guy, MVP of the good guy trophy here at Picks and Parlays, Triple B, the bookie blaster himself, Tony Brown. How are you, Tony? I'm all right. I'm a little bit under the weather. I've been out squirrel hunting, and the weather's not good, and I think I caught the flu. You didn't let one of those little buggers bite you, did you? No, I killed them all. Because if you do, it's frothing at the mouth. You don't like water, and then you're going to die pretty soon thereafter. So better hope you didn't. Okay, Uh, let's get to it, shall we? Clippers at Mavs. The Clippers, (laughs) 30 and 13, 23 and 20 against the spread. 7 and 3 on a three-game win streak. Last game was a win over the Pelicans. They don't have rabies. They're birds. 11-9 straight up. 9-11 against the spread away from home. Second in the West. 
Uh, they're two and a half games behind the Lakers currently. Paul George is out. They're six and three straight up in the last nine against the Mavs. And for the Mavs, 27 and 15, 22, 18 and two against the spread. They're six and four, but don't let that, you know, that, that taint your thoughts because they are on a four game win streak, beating Portland 120 to 112 on Friday. They're 13 and 10 straight up, 9, 13 and one against the spread at home. They're fifth in the West. Uh, Christus Porzingis is still doubtful for this game which is a problem, of course. The total over has gone over in six of the last nine. And the Mavs are very small, uh, one-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, how do you like this one, Tony? Uh, this is a, actually what we call out here in Vegas a trap game. Um, it's a very, 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 very bad spot for the Clippers. And I think the Mavs are going to take this one. It's only one-and-a-half points. We're going to jump on it. I mean, all those numbers sound good for the Clippers, but, I mean, we got some numbers for the Mavs, too. I think they're one of the best teams in the NBA on the road this season at 14 and six. They won 14 of the 20 road games. So they've been a beast away from home. They're on a four game win streak. And you, you know, like one win starts a streak, one loss starts a slump. So four game win streak. I think they're going to keep on rolling. I got a little bit of inside information, nothing too major, but I think Christoph Porzingis is going to play. He's listed as doubtful, but that's just some of the mind tricks the coaches play with the uh, roster and things of that nature. Doubtful means he could play or he won't. I think he's in this game, and that's going to be the edge they need. Um, they've been real reliant on Luka Donish by himself. If he can get that extra shooting help and get him some depth in there with uh, Perzingis, I think they're going to win against the Clippers. It's a great spot, too, for revenge. The Clippers took him out in Dallas with a 15-point win, so it's a double revenge spot, road spot. I love Dallas in this spot right here. Yeah, not a bad call, Darren. And another reason why they could very well win? What's that? Taco Tuesday. Always a good reason. Okay. <laughs> Next up, uh, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, let's do some NHL. You know what? This is the first NHL segment you and I have done together, Triple B. So uh, let's start with the Islanders, the Battle of New York, shall we? The Islanders at Rangers. The Islanders, 28-15-5. and five, They're third uh, in the Metropolitan Division. They're 2-10. and 10. They lost the last three, though, most recently losing to the Hurricanes. They're 13-8-2 straight up, 13-10 against the spread on the road. They've gone over in four of the last five against the Rangers. And the Rangers, 23-20-4, they're seventh right at the bottom there of the Metropolitan. Almost, one, I guess one more spot to go. 5-5, five and five, lost the last uh, one, 2-1 to Columbus. They're 13-9-2 straight up, 16-8 against the spread at home. Brennan Lemieux is out for three to four weeks. They've gone over in 13 of the last 17. And here we go now. The Islanders are one and a half point home favorites. Total six. The money line on the Islanders minus 120. The Rangers plus 109. I don't know. I, I, I love a little money line action. Which, which way are you tempted to go here? I got to go with the home team in this one. I mean, of course, we all want the big plus money payouts. Of course, we like the underdogs. But when they don't win, that's just a donation to the casino. I mean, we're trying to get the money here, and the Islanders is the better play. There's no true home court advantage, or home ice, excuse me, advantage. They're both from New York or whatever. But the advantage in this one is that the Islanders have dominated the Eastern Conference. Like, they have all their struggles and troubles yeah. against Western Conference team. They've dominated the East, like, throughout the years, and especially as of late. They're 5-1 and one against Eastern Conference opponents, and even better, they're the king of the Met. They've dominated the Metropolis division for – for years now and including right now occurring in the 2020 season 10 and 2 that means they took 10 of the last 12 skates against opponents in the Met I mean the games aren't played on paper but some stats you just can't ignore 
I love the Islanders at home on such a small money line. All right, so Islanders at home it is, uh, minus 120 on the money line. So that's what you're going to take, the money line play here, right? Yeah, just the money line. The puck line means you got to win by two. It's not really yeah, against no, the spread. It's, uh, yeah. it's called the puck line, and that means like a team has to win by two. You only no, really want to take line. the look. You got, got the big teams minus 400, 500s against the basement teams. Yeah. You'll take them on the puck line to get you some value there. No, get it. Good good tips there if you're betting the NHL. All right, next up, uh, by the way, Fernando Ramirez said, great job, gentlemen. Well, thank you, Fernando. You know what they say, Fernando. Flattery will get you everywhere. Okay, next up, the Vegas Golden Knights against the Boston Bruins. East versus West here, the, the Knights, 25-19-7, uh, fourth in the Pacific. They're 5-5, five and five, but they're only 1-5 in the last six. They're in a bit of a cooler. They lost the last game 4-5 four, uh, four to five against the Canadians. Uh, they are 11, 9, and 4 straight up, 10 and 14 against the spread on the road. The total's gone over in the last 12 for the Bruins, if you're interested in that. The Bruins, 28, 10, and 12. They're top of the Atlantic. They're second in the East. The Bruins are a hot team right now, although they're 4 and 6, and they only have one win in the last four. That's right. You've heard it. So actually, four of their total 10 losses have come uh, quite recently here. So they did lose to the Penguins uh, by 3 to 4, 3 goals to 4. They're 16-2 and 9 straight up, 11-16 against the spread at home. Uh, David Krejci is a doubt. The total's gone under an eight of the last 12. You got any insider on that? The Knights, <laughs> plus 122 on the money line. The Bruins, minus 135. They're one and a half goal favorites and a total goals of six. So I tell you what, the punters are seeing quite a few goals in here. How do you like this one? Yeah, I'm going to get killed for this one. You know, I live out here in Vegas, so... I mean, it's, it's, and I don't want to go against the Knights and show my face in public, but I, I want to win some money, and I'm going to have to. This is it's, it's one of those sports in hockey, man, where the Knights, they're, they're a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. High team. When they're rolling, they're rolling. You look in the standings, they're 8 out of 10. They're on five-game winning streaks, and they're high. And when they're slumping, they're slumping. And right now, they're slumping. Like you said, just one win in the last six games. They're going on the road. They have a brand-new coach. And then to top it all off, Boston has eaten them alive and like say only been in existence for two years or whatnot. Five games against Boston. Boston's four and one. And the one game that they lost was very, very close. Boston has no problem beating the Knights and Boston's slumping themselves. No way to get out of a slump than a team you dominated. And I think the Knights coming into town with a new coach struggling and stuff, not a good spot. And I like Boston at home in this one. You don't see any new coach bounce here? Nah, they got beat the first game, this very first game in inauguration, like when he came in, and it, it takes some time. We were already an expansion team, so we had so much success going to the Stanley Cup in the first year. People just thought we had had clicked, but we, we we still got a lot of rebuilding to do, and then to change coaches in the middle of the season like that, it's, it's yeah, going to be course, tough for a while. My understanding is Carlson's uh, injured, and they've got a couple of other big injuries as well. So, uh, you know, but look, for a team that's won in its third year, uh, to currently be looking at this and bemoaning their situation as fourth in the Pacific Division. It's pretty funny, actually. I mean, this team has been overperforming from the minute they opened the doors uh, at the T-Mobile Center. Yeah, right from the gate. I mean, they came out hot and went straight to the Stanley Cup and took the first game. That's what people forget. Not only did they go, they had Ovechkin down 1-0 in there, but ever since yeah. then, it's been a major letdown. I mean, you wouldn't call it a letdown. A no. three-year expansion team, I mean, this is kind of where we expected to be, but just... After such a hot start, people are used to the night struggling. You know what? I followed and, and was a fan of the Los Angeles Kings for literally two decades when I used to live in L.A. Had uh, season tickets back at the old Forum. 
used to sit there with Bruce McNall before he was arrested. But uh, listen, <laughs> if you enjoy this game, why don't you know when the Golden Knights play back here? Maybe we should start a new thing. Maybe throw squirrels on the ice instead of octopus. Yeah, forget those octopuses. Let's just yeah. throw the squirrels. A bunch of them. I just killed. All right, don't kill them. Throw them out so that they can run around and see their little legs scrambling on there. Hey, listen, if no. you're with Pat, Peter, you better not get in touch with me. All right. Okay, we've got to go to break Triple B. Always a pleasure. We'll chat to you soon. Coming up next on the show, don't worry, the Duff Man cometh. Let's talk a little NFL betting picks and strategies. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. Nick Eber with you here, as I am every weekday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And we stream throughout the day on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter social media channels. You can find us there. And if you want to participate in the show, as uh, happened last segment, we'd love to hear from you. Just fill out the comment section, and we will try to bring your comment into the show uh, Rude ones even accepted. Okay, let's get to it. Uh, the Super Bowl is here. It is the 49ers, and it is Kansas City Chiefs making their uh, first appearance back at the Super Bowl in some 50 years. Joining me to talk about this and the best way you want to put your hard-earned dosh on this game with some betting tips and strategies. A man wearing an Ohio State shirt if you're not watching us Ooh. on the stream but listening to us on the radio. I will, I will endeavor to describe him to you. He's a splendid-looking gentleman sitting in a big leather armchair with a computer monitor behind him wearing an Ohio State shirt. Looks like he hasn't shaved in about five days. Duffman, Joe Duffy, welcome. Yes, I actually got yeah, a couple of two computer monitors. So, uh, Oh, okay. Yes, I haven't, yeah, I, no, I haven't shaved in about five decades. And, you know, as somebody who's spent 65% of my life in the South, I got to find some real Brunswick stew because real Brunswick stew includes squirrel. And that would be a perfect way to uh, celebrate National Squirrel Day. The Squirrel Appreciation Day, indeed. And of course, as someone who's resided uh, most of his time in the South, you must just be besides yourself. There's no East Coast teams. There's no Southern teams in the Super Bowl. What's going on with the sports landscape here in the United States? What, the fix wasn't in this year? Uh, <laughs> no, that's perfectly okay with me. I got to admit, I didn't really even give any thought to the geography of uh, the teams and, until you mention it. No, we're going to be uh, plenty happy. We'll be drinking craft beer on Super Bowl Sunday and watching these this Midwest team and this Southern and this uh, West Coast team. Are you going to be roasting some squirrel? Uh, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I'll probably be watching my old tapes of uh, Charlie Simmer and uh, Marcel Dion and uh, Taylor in honor of you. Very nice. So well, I appreciate that. Let's get to it, shall we? Uh, it's the 49ers and the Chiefs. The Chiefs coming back after 50 years, finally. Lots of expectations on their shoulders. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had a, a great game. I mean, I don't know what to say. He threw 23 of 35, 294 yards, three touchdowns. But Garoppolo was the one that surprised me for the 49ers, Duffy. And we're going to get to this in a minute because I'm going to throw this over to you for betting. You know, what I found fascinating about this is the way this team finds to win. He threw six of, he was six of eight. He threw for only 77 yards. And then all of a sudden, Raheem Mostert pops up, gets 29 carries, 220 yards. What? He got like a million touchdowns, uh, 7.6 uh, points, uh, yards per carry. I thought this was fascinating. I mean, this, this team really finds a way to win. Uh, given that, having said that, both these teams, I think the class, I think at this point uh, of the league, obviously, they're in the Super Bowl. But how do you see this one going down? And from a betting perspective, where's the public money going on this? The, the public immediately, they came out and they bet the over like crazy. And as of now, 78% of the bets, 92% of the money is on the over. 58% uh, of the bets, 51% of the money is on Kansas City. And I was listening to um, a sportsbook director in Las Vegas being interviewed today. And he said, look, still... The final three days, Super Bowl weekend, 95% of the money is going to come in. But it's been my experience, you know, not just so much the Super Bowl because the sample size is a little bit smaller, but 
And, and really, it's only been maybe the last uh, 10 years where it's pretty easily accessible, where we can see who the public is betting both offshore and in Las Vegas. But still been my experience that it's somewhat indicative the first 24 hours or so. Yeah, it's not going to stay at 92 percent, but it's not very likely that, you know, by game time, we're going to have most of the people on the under. So usually the early patterns are true, but I don't think the public's going to continue to bet this up. I do think the total uh, will drop a little bit, but of course, the bookmakers got to be a little little afraid of that uh, middle when it comes to the total. But yeah, I think it's going to be pretty close to 50-50 on the side. Yeah, but hold on. I mean, if uh, what, what is the what are the total points right now on this? In fact, I can let me uh, take a look on my my third computer. Uh, the current total is now up to 54 after opening at 51 and a half. And it looks like right. it's about 54 across the board. Okay, so with 91% of the public money coming in on the over, you have to think that total is going to go up, right? Try to balance well, it no, out? The, the, well, yeah, the total is already going up. I mean, it, it opened it's going up, up by three, but it's going to go up more, half. one would think, right? I think it could go up another half a point. But again, the, the, the sports book's got to be really careful because the sharps are waiting for that to continue to go up and then jump on the under. Some of the, you know, of those people who bet the total early, they would love to middle it. And remember, you know, legendary gambler Billy Walters, a lot of people thought he was a great sports handicapper. Really what he was best at is line manipulation, manipulating that money and getting the uh, the side or the, the number that he wanted, whether it was on the side or the total. And that's where some of the sharps look. I'll admit, I, I don't, I'm not an expert on manipulating lines. My expertise is on handicapping, but you got to be careful about that line manipulation. Interesting stuff. Uh, interesting stuff, Duffy. Um, talk to me about some systems that you might play on this game. Yeah, and you know, obviously I'm a, a system player first and foremost, but it's got to be balanced out with my organic stuff. Uh, teams have won at least nine of ten straight up, yet not laying at least a field goal. They're a go against a 48 and 23, including two and one in the Super Bowl, and that would say San Francisco. Obviously. You know, you're in the Super Bowl, you're going to have two hot teams, but Kansas City is really sizzling um, hot. And what it says, again, it makes perfect sense because it'll be the first time we'll use it. But what I always like to say, the NFL is definitely a regression of the mean sport. And what it says, that if a team is sizzling hot, but yet they're playing another quality team, which would be the case if they're not laying more than a field goal, um, this is where they, they could possibly have a letdown. Now, one um, Super Bowl specific ones, Super Bowl teams with lower winning percentages, but they're not large underdogs and un under other circumstances, an incredible 11 and one that would favor um, Kansas City. And I remember it's one of these. Uh, I think I was telling you about this before. I can't even remember who it was. It was an ex NFL player who was convinced that, um, you know, the good rushing teams are the ones that will do well in the year and the teams that have been on the field or the teams that will fade late in the year, but not necessarily so. Um, the better rushing team late in the season and including the playoffs are a uh, fade of 86-52-2. and two. That would favor Kansas City. And we also have one that in the playoffs, teams that were drastically improved from the previous uh, season are a go against of 30-15, and 15, and that, that would favor um, Kansas City. So, you know, some a little bit more stuff favoring Kansas City, but it's somewhat – balance there. And I know I had another system that if the line moves a little bit, it's going to favor uh, San Francisco. So yeah, I kind of I kind of think odds makers 
got it right as far as at least getting balanced action. And San Fran, you could argue, has slightly better pure numbers, but Kansas City probably the better conference and certainly the more explosive offense. All right, the game in Miami, any geographic advantage to either of the teams of the game being there? No, I, I do. I know I said it in college sports and especially when it comes to the NCAA uh, tournament and even when it comes to bowls and really the smaller bowls, I look into that. Not really so much in the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, if it were, you know, say uh, Tampa playing in Miami or Miami playing in Tampa, th there would be. But no, that's not something that unless it's it's blatantly obvious where teams playing in state. And of course, we've never had a home a host uh, city where the team was in the Super Bowl. But no, I, I don't see any geographic advantages here. All right. So very quickly, uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. Talk to me about the difference in styles between these two teams and how they match up for a potential outcome. Yeah, the, both of these teams, you know, when I look at numbers, the numbers I like to look at is yards per play, yards per rush, and uh, yards per pass, but relative to what their opponents normally uh, allow. So that kind of, rather than total yards, which says a lot about pace, obviously, San Francisco is stronger on the defensive side, and they play more of that old-fashioned smash mouth where Kansas City is much more of a modern team. They have one of the great, you know, Mahomes is going to go down as one of the all-time great quarterbacks, unless unless he's hurt. If this kid stays healthy, um, in the year 2050, we're going to be talking about him as one of the best athletes of the first part of the uh, half century. But San Fran, they do, um, they're a pretty good offense, better than some people think. They get 7.9 yards per pass, the team's normally allowing 6.8. Kansas City is 7.9 to 6.9. So the pure numbers say San Fran's uh, passing game is actually more competitive than some people may think. Uh, the Niners hold teams at though 0.8 yards per play below their normal average. Kansas City defense surprise might surprise someone. They hold teams to 0.2 below their normal average. So the reality, they are two fairly decent defenses. So that's something to consider with this with this um, high total. Um, you know, and and of course, I guess there's one injury. We'll take a look at Tevin Coleman as the game gets much closer. He, of course, a, a key cog for San Fran, especially if you believe that the uh, 49ers need to keep them off of the field. Well, interesting you're talking about the passing game, but, and of course, uh, I did mention this, but I mean, you know, there was very little passing in the Green Bay game. Was that because the 49ers were really just adjusting to their competition? To their yeah, opponent? I mean, well, the, the 49ers, obviously, they got out to that impressive lead, and, um, you know, they didn't really need to, to pass. And remember, Kyle Shanahan was the guy who uh, was the offensive coordinator when the Falcons blew the biggest lead ever in the Super Bowl, 28-3. to So I, I kind of, and that's kind of, an I'm going to be looking at the fourth quarter um, total, by the way. I think both of these coaches, regardless of who has the lead, they could be conservative in the fourth quarter for certain reasons. Now, San Fran, look, they're a ball-controlled team first, but you kind of implied at the top of this report, I don't understand why Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't get more credit. The 49ers record with and without him, because, you know, coming into this year, Garoppolo had been somewhat injury-prone. The record with and without him is amazing. Remember, he's the guy that Bill Belichick apparently did not want to trade in New England. Uh, you know, Garoppolo is a very efficient guy. I've always said, I want a quarterback who can make the routine pass. And that's why, you know, all these overrated quarterbacks, they have these ridiculously strong arms where they can't complete the routine pass. But Garoppolo does that. And I know, you know, early in the year he's panicking a little bit, but I think he's really settled down. He's not panicking under uh, pressure. But no, I, th I do think, yeah, I think if San Fran can get the big lead, they're not going to pass quite as much. But I do think the 49ers right. are capable of playing from behind better than some people may think. Joe Duffy, always a pleasure.
Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. Man, I love this show. Look, we've done NBA already, NHL. We've had a really fascinating discussion with Joe Duffy about uh, Super Bowl betting tips and strategies. And now we're going to move along to college basketball. Welcome back, Picks and Parlays, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also streaming live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's talk some college basketball with my good friend and one of our star handicappers, Tony El Tigre Tellez. Uh, Tony, welcome to the show. Hey, pleasure to be here, Nick, talking some college basketball. And we're right in the teeth of conference season here. As uh, you know, January is moving merrily along. It's a short month in February. Before you know it, March Madness will arrive. And my birthday, I might add, going to be 21. 
Very good. Finally make a bet in the casino. <laughs> Looking forward to it, I'll tell you, Tony. I'm taking donations, by the way. Okay. All right, uh, Tony T, let's get to it. Let's talk some college basketball, shall we? I'm looking at some games here that we've got. None of them say UCLA, which, of course, is very upsetting to me. But then they always win. So let's go Miami at Duke in the ACC, shall we? Uh, the Hurricanes 10-7, and 9-8 and eight against the spread. Uh, they're 6-4. and four. They're on a two-game losing streak. The last outing was a loss to Florida State. 3-2 and two straight up. And against the spread away from home, 2-5 and five in conference. They're down in the 13th, the bottom of the conference there, uh, Miami. Not quite, but almost. A 1-4 straight up in the last five. The Blue Devils, 15-3, and 10-8 against the spread. They're third in the ACC. They're 8-2, and two, but look, they lost the last two, and those were in-conference games. And that hurt big time, I can tell you that. They lost to Louisville and Clemson. 8-2 and two straight up, 5-5 five and five against the spread at home. Total's gone over in four of the last five, and they are total is five and two in conference. So, but still, Tony, huge, fav- huge advantage here. 17 and a half point home favorites for the Blue Devils. Maybe that's just an illustration of how bad Miami really are. A total of 149 and a half. What do you think? Yeah, you nailed it there, how bad Miami is. You know, I know we talked, remember when we talked Duke and Clemson about a week ago, I was telling everybody how, you know, Duke really was beating up on some bad teams and they they were hitting some difficult uh, uh, scheduling spots and they were laying 10 against Clemson. I really like Clemson in that spot and they not only covered, but they won outright. But here we go again with Duke playing another cellar dweller team in Miami. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm, believe it or not, I'm going to lay the points here with Duke because again, they've lost two straight against quality opponents. Now they're seeing a foe they beat by 30, by 33 on the road. Yeah. And uh, at first thought you would think, well, revenge spot for Miami. Well, you can throw revenge out the window because Duke's on a two game losing streak and they've got a hapless Miami team in front of them. And I think they're going to come out here strong. They shoot the ball very well in conference, uh, 50%, 38% from the three point line. But just, as you said, Miami's just bad against the ACC, hitting only 40% and they're not defending, allowing 47%. Overall, so uh, again, I'm going to go ahead and take Duke because look at look at who they beat. They have big wins against Virginia Tech by 14. Then at home, they've pounded BC by 39, Georgia Tech by 31, and Miami fits in that criteria with those lower tier teams in conference. So I'm going to go ahead and lay the points here with Duke. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. Let's talk about Duke for a minute, though. I mean, obviously, a perennial monster in college basketball. Uh, does it seem like this season is a rebuilding year? Is that what they're in this year? Because there's, I mean, five and two in conference play, only seven games in, isn't great. Yeah, it isn't. But you know, we kind of looked at at this happening here when they faced, um, you know, Clemson and they faced Florida State. There was going to be some trouble in spots here in the in, in the conference. But look at the conference; it's not really up. You know, North Carolina's down, NC State's down. Uh, you know, I, I think when you look at the Duke, uh, they're not the same team they were last. Remember when Zion Williamson came oh, yeah. in? They were really touted a really, really good team. But again, but the one thing to note here is they are beating up on the bad teams. And again, we're going to see what they're like when the conference schedule gets tougher. And this is another down spot for them. But again, you know, Coach K teams generally round into form here toward the end of the season here as a, as a, as a point toward the tournament. They're going to get in the tournament. Sometimes you get these lulls in, in February when you, when you approach March here. So we'll see if they can turn it on here. But again, with Duke, I've got to, I got to see how they handle the physical play because they don't look very very thick. And you talk about rebuilding. Every year is rebuilding now because they're bringing in these one and done yeah, players in the, in the, yeah. into their into their program. And it's really a crapshoot. And you know these teams don't get better until later in the season. It's really a function of what's in the recruiting pipeline more than anything, right? So, all right. Well, let's move along, uh, shall we? Uh, let's go to the SEC. Georgia at University of Kentucky. The Bulldogs eleven and six, eight and nine against the spread. Uh, they're six and four, but they're only one and three in the last four. They lost to Mississippi State over the weekend. 
Uh, two and three straight up, one and four against the spread on the road, one and three in conference play. Total's gone over in 12 of the last 18 for the Bulldogs and the Wildcats. 13 and four, seven, nine and one against the spread. They're third currently in the SEC. They're seven and three coming off a win over Arkansas. 10 and one straight up though at home and four, six and one against the spread. Four and one in conference play. Ashen, ha Ashen Hagens and Dante Allen are both doubtful. Total's gone over in six of the last seven. And the Wildcats, 11.5-point home favorites. 145 is the total. Um, boy, uh, yeah, 11.5-point favorites maybe seems a little big to me. I mean, are the Bulldogs that bad? I don't think they are. Oh, they're bad on the road. They have some really ugly losses. And uh, when you look at their loss on the road, 20 to Arizona State, 22 at Auburn, 32 at Mississippi State on Saturday. So their road performance has just been atrocious. And, you know, Kentucky really started off struggling. This is another team with a lot of young players. Uh, you know, they couldn't make threes, but look at what they've done in conference. They're making 40 percent of their shots from the three point line in the conference. So they've shown some improvement from the three point line. But here looking here at Georgia, they're just a bad defensive team. Efficiency wise, uh, the worst in the SEC. They're allowing 60 percent shooting from from the two point distance. So around the bucket, they're not very good in Kentucky. They got the they got the size. They got the strength. They should be able to get some shots inside very easily against this Georgia team that's not defending. And they can't even shoot the ball against the conference. Georgia, just 41 percent, 27 percent from three. And they're allowing 51 percent overall shooting against conference opponents. Uh, I just think uh, one thing to note with Kentucky, they come off a really good win at Arkansas. And Arkansas was a team that was playing really well with Musselman now taking over the program. They went into a really hostile environment, got the win in SEC play. That's a big win for them. I think they'll build from that. And again, I'll take, I'll lay the points here with Kentucky. All right, Kentucky minus 11 and a half. It is lay the points, Kentucky. Next up, uh, Big 12, Kansas State, Kansas, big rivalry here. Uh, the Wildcats, 8-9, 6-11 against the spread. Three and seven, win over West Virginia, snapped a four-game loser that they were on. One and two straight up, two and one against the spread on the road. They're only one and four in conference. Uh, Mike McGurl and Antonio Gordon both doubtful for this game. Total's gone over in nine of the last 13. And for the Jayhawks, a bit of the other side of the spectrum here. Uh, they're 14 and three, 10 and seven against the spread. Almost, almost at the top of the Big 12. They're second. Uh, they're eight and two coming off a 65-57 win over Texas. At home, they're seven and one straight up and four and four against the spread. They're 4-1 in conference. Uh, Marcus uh, Garrett has been upgraded to probable, so likely will play. Uh, but they've gone under in all of their last seven games. They are 15-point home favorites, 126.5-point total. Same situation as the last game. Looks like uh, a pretty strong home team and uh, facing uh, some rather poor conference opposition. Yeah, it is, but uh, this is a rivalry game. And, you know, Kansas State here, I'm going to take the points. I didn't see a little bit too many points here. One thing to note with the Jayhawks, they've been held to 66, 66 points or fewer in four of their past five games. And one thing Kansas State does well, and that is defend. And one thing to note here, Kansas State is coming off a big win against a really good West Virginia team, 84 to 68. And that's something they can build on. They shot nearly 60% against a really good defensive team there in West Virginia. And sometimes the light turns on for these college athletes. As we said, we're getting deeper in, in, in the play here in conference, so these teams have the right to improve. And I'm going to lean on the defense of the Wildcats here uh, to, to stay within the number, which is huge here, 15. I'm just not sold here on Kansas' offensive strength. You know, when you think of Kansas the past several seasons, they were a team that you count on to fit, make, make their shots 50%, 40% from three. That's not the case, just 44% from the field. 34% from three against the Big 12. So uh, they're not shooting the ball like they used to, but I just, and they don't make their free throws at 66%. Uh, I, I believe here that the Wildcats defense can keep them in this game. So I'm going to take the 15. I don't, I'm not going to take them on the money line. I just think they can stay within the number. 
All right, sounds good. Let's move on. Last game, Butler Villanova in the Big East. The Butler Bulldogs, 15-3, 11-6-1 against the spread. They're 7-3, and three, but they have lost the last two in a row, most recently losing to DePaul. They're 3-2 and two straight up and against the spread away from home, but they are 3-2 and two in conference, 1-4 against the spread in the last five against Villanova. And the Wildcats, 14-3, two hot teams right now. Uh, well, maybe... After losing two in a row, not so hot right now, but let's just say hot if you want to look at their records. Uh, the Wildcats, 14-3, and three, uh, nine and 9-1. This is a hot team. Their last outing, though, was a loss to UConn. They lost their first one uh, in 10 games. They're 9-0 and straight up at home, though, and 5-4 and four against the spread. They're 4-1 in conference play. 7-3 uh, and three heads up in the last 10 versus Butler, and they've gone under in six of the last seven. And they are actually only four-point home favorites here. Total of 129. How do you like this one, Tony? Yeah, I think this might be a really close game. Could be a one-possession game. That's why I'm going to take the points with Butler plus four. Of course, Villanova, they failed to cover their past two at home. Close wins to DePaul and Connecticut. And I've got to Butler a better team than both of those. And one thing to note here, Villanova just not shooting the ball well against the Big East. Just 40%, 31% from three. And one thing with, with Butler, they have shot and defended better than Villanova against the Big East, where they've allowed uh, just 38% shooting, 28% from three. And they've, uh, they've played well, and I look for them to respond huge here off back-to-back -back losses. And, of course, uh, Villanova, not a, a team that defends very strongly around the bucket. And um, one of the note here is I do believe Butler can clean up their turnover issue in this spot. And uh, I, I'm going to take the points, uh, Nick, and I think it will be a very close game. Could be a one-possession flash finish here. How do you like the Big East in terms of its overall competitiveness this year? You know, I'm really... You know, that's a good question because I, I think I think this year, I think uh, a lot of the major conferences are relatively weak. And I think I would I would put the the, uh, the Big East there. Villanova is not as strong as we see in the past. Creighton, uh, you know, they shoot the ball well, but again, on the road, you really can't trust them. DePaul is a team that's on the improve, but again, it's just inconsistent. And of course, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get out of Georgetown. So I. I I really am, I'm pretty much, I'm really down on this, on this program. I think Butler is one of the better teams. Xavier, you know, Xavier is a team that gets hot late. So let's see if they make that big push. We always see Xavier make deep runs in the NCAA tournament. So we'll see if they can do it again this year, but they've had, they've had trouble with their three point shooting. And again, is it psychologically with, with these teams? Remember, they move the, the line back, and there are some teams that can – we've seen the three-point numbers go down with some of these big programs. So uh, we'll see how it all plays out here. But, uh, yeah, I'm a little disappointed here with this, with this, big, with this big East. There could be a year for the mid-majors really to, to, to go deep yeah. in these tournaments. So what do you think the strongest conference is right now? It's a really good question here. We're looking at, at the – I always lean toward the Big 12 because I really like the defensive style of Texas Tech. You know, I know Texas has struggled, but, you know, they do defend. Kansas is a strong team. Uh, you know, the Big Ten is always going to be in the discussion. But Michigan State, we've seen some really bad losses. And it's really the home, the, the home courts have held up in the, in the, in the uh, Big Ten. It's the good teams are getting pounded on the road. We just saw, what, a week ago, Michigan State get blown out at Purdue. And, of course, uh, we saw Minnesota lose uh, on Sunday. So uh, it's, it's really a grab bag. And, of course, out west in the Pac-12, I'm really disappointed with Washington. They have not looked good. Oregon's had some close finishes, and they've lost some games they should have won. So, uh, uh, yeah, the power conferences have been a disappointment to me this year. North Carolina has been another team that has, that has not played well at all in the in the ACC. Yeah, they did have that one injury, but you think they'd have the depth to overcome it. But, no, they, they've looked poor this season. So, uh 
it's really a grab bag. I know people are high on Gonzaga. They're high on Baylor. Baylor has been a hot team. So Gonzaga, Baylor is a team to look at. So is Dayton and the Mountain West, San Diego State, undefeated and playing yeah. well. Uh, that's a team that could go deep in the tournament because of the weakness surrounding the major conferences right now. So is this a, le- is this a year, you think, for a surprise? And look, I'm, I'm tired of getting to March Madness and everyone looks at Gonzaga and say, oh, the fairy tale. Listen, that fairy tale's been the same fairy tale year over year. I mean, it's, it's got a great program. We should, be ex- ex- we should expect to see him always going deep, sweet 16, elite eight and onwards. But, uh, you know, what, yeah, what about a San Diego State? Yeah, San Diego State has a show. We'll see if their offense can, can, can rise in the, in the, in when they get deep in, in, into the tournament. Uh, that's something to look at, but they're, they're a really good defensive team. Dayton's another team. Dayton Flyers, they made it, they made attention there in, in, in the Maui Classic. That's a mid-major there that can make some noise this year. So I'll, that's one I'll be looking at. Here's, here's a, a long shot for East Tennessee State. This is a team that I've looked at, and uh, they, they pull up some wins. Uh, they actually beat LSU this year, so that may be a team, if they get in, could, go, could be very dangerous. Akron's a team that I always keep an eye on, the MAC, that can make some noise. You never get to pull some upsets here, maybe win a game in the, in the big dance. So there's some definitely teams out there that can make some noise. Tony Tellez, always a pleasure. Maybe we'll do a whole segment on this uh, potential uh, surprises uh, it, uh, once we get to March Madness. Tony T, always a pleasure. You can find Tony at picksandparlays.net. I'll be right back to wrap it up after the break. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. 
Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for the business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. Nick Eber with you. Find me on Twitter, by the way, at Nick Eber. If you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, you'll see it right there. I won't just point it like empty air, making me look like a bigger fool than I probably am already. Okay, anyway, let's get to it. We've had a really uh, busy show today. Lots of free picks for you. And don't forget, we have a lot more at picksandparlays.net. And we also have our expert picks for you. Get even more into the minds of our handicappers, Get more accurate, better intelligent. Look, we've got it all for you. 15% off right now. Use promo code TAI. Let's wrap up what we did today, though. We started with Tony Brown, Triple B, starting with some NBA Clippers at Mavs. He said, take the Mavs, minus one and a half. And for the NHL, Islanders Rangers, take the Rangers, minus 120. And the Golden Knights, Boston Bruins, uh, take the Bruins, minus 110. We had a fascinating discussion, by the way, with Joe Duffy about Super Bowl picks and trends and some betting strategies for you. So we didn't really give out a lot of hard picks, so to speak, except Joe specifically said take under in the fourth quarter in this game. But you want to, if you've missed that segment, go back and check it out because if you want to bet the Super Bowl, there's lots of really fantastic information, tasty information for you there. And lastly, college basketball with Tony T. Butler Villanova, take Butler plus four. K-State at Kansas, big rivalry, take K-State plus 15. Georgia at Kentucky, take Kentucky, minus 11.5. And and Miami at Duke, take Duke, minus 17.5. Take the points. All right. I'm with you every day, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And as I mentioned, streaming live throughout the day right here, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We've got lots of free picks on the site, picksandparlays.net. By the way, make us a regular part of your week. If you want to bet on sports, do yourself a favor and bet with the best sporting intelligence you can get. And there is no place you're going to get more sporting intelligence, better insight, better analysis, better picks than at picksandparlays.net, whether our free picks or you're going to go all the way with our expert picks and packages from any one of our 35 star handicappers. Right now, 15% off promo code TIE, T-I-E, picksandparlays.net. I'll be back with you tomorrow. In the meantime, look me up on Twitter, at McGeeber. And we'll be back tomorrow with loads more free picks right here on Picks and Parlays. Until then, bet, win, repeat.